On this episode of the Time Out Podcast, I welcome in from Vayner Sports, Darren Glover. After his time playing basketball at Augustina University, he took his talents to consumer marketing at Morris Code. During this time, he started managing social media accounts for professional athletes. Darren then served as the Director of Marketing and Talent Development at Wombo Sports, and after a year in the role, he became the CEO of the company. Darren currently works in the office of Vayner Sports, spearheading the esports arm of the company. Darren has a passion to keep people and brands relevant in the eyes, minds, and hearts of people. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome on to another episode of the Time Out Podcast with your host, Alex Myers. Today we got on Darren Glover. Uh, welcome on, Darren. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for uh, tuning in to this episode. I'm glad that we were able to connect and I was uh, happy to get you on the podcast. I, I felt obligated to since my boss is from Penn State, so I had to, uh, had to show some love. There you go. There you go. Yeah, my listeners definitely uh, have had a lot of different... Um, through these episodes, you definitely hear that my connections to Penn State are pretty strong, and um, Mike Nelligan is, is an amazing connection. So kind of getting in tune with the Vayner team, I, I just had on Tyler Schmidt. Um, that episode was just a couple weeks ago, and now um, I get to have on you on more of the sports side. Absolutely. Yeah. So could we kind of jump into your background on um, how you got started in where your passion for sports came from? Definitely want to hear about your background at school playing, uh, being a basketball junkie. Yeah, like I like I was just joking around. I always call myself a basketball, um, a recovering basketball addict. So that was my life, and I had other passions, and I wanted to do other things. But um, you know, basketball is is a very time consuming sport, especially in the era that I played, which is like the late two thousands when AAU was kind of going crazy. Um, so my life was basically play basketball and go home and play video games, and then like try to do some schoolwork and whatever. That was that was basically it. So when I got to college. Uh, Injuries uh, were were upon me, and my career's horizon approached probably sooner than what I what I wanted it to. Um, so again, I, I I turned down that fader bar of of being a basketball player and turned up the fader bar of some of my other passions that has to do with marketing and social media and consumer behavior and just kind of understanding the landscapes of where people hang out digitally. Um, and then my best friend got drafted uh, to the NBA in the first round in 2015. Um, so I kind of worked uh, side by side with him um, and kind of learned very quickly around management of pro athletes and relationships with sports agencies, and marketing and sponsorships, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that kind of launch pad me, launch padded me, that's a word, into working at an advertising agency, um, all kind of around this passion that I had around working with professional athletes and helping them build their, their own personal brands. So being way more proactive and creating content and creating a voice rather than being reactive and waiting for opportunities. Um, and then that led me into understanding the gaming community due to some of the athletes and entertainers that I was, that I was working with and trying to work with. Um, a lot of them were super passionate around gaming. Um, so like 2018 or so, I really took a deep dive into understanding the gaming landscape um, that spearheaded me into an opportunity um, with a startup company um, that was all around pro athletes and celebrities. So like very much your, your non-endemic celebrity, if you were talking in, in the gaming space, um, that are really passionate around gaming. So I basically um, sourced talent and worked with a bunch of pro athletes and entertainers and helped them get into the gaming space. And did that for about a year and a half. And then, yeah, just a couple months ago, uh, blessed to join Vayner Sports 
and be the division lead at Vayner Gaming um, to really spearhead a an opportunity that I think is going to be long lasting um, and is the start to something really exciting inside the Vayner ecosystem. Yeah, I'm excited to kind of touch on in Vayner in a, in a minute. Um, I definitely want to hear how did your experience when you were an athlete and you kind of understand you, your best friend got drafted, how much did your experience being an athlete and knowing the importance of social media go into your success from the marketing standpoint and the business side? I think it's fun because I playing, playing as an amateur as the NCAA would, uh, would, would tag me as during the start of social media and then having my best friend be a part of the journey kind of like after me and then his little brother being a part of the journey after him. Um, seeing the landscape of how the NCAA told me about, you know, told me how to use social media very much in the sense of like, get off it when I was like coming up through the ranks. And then as um, my best friend was, was going through the ranks, it was very much a like showing you how to use it. And then when his little brother kind of stepped up, which was like over the last four years um, and, and was up, it was very much not even controlling, but it was very much like, hey, you guys can use this to your value. And then now kind of launch padding into the future, uh, which is name, image, and likeness, NIL. That's the topic of conversation, which kids are celebrities when they're in high school. That's right. never happened before. I didn't have that when I, when I was growing up. I think my understanding of this idea that playing sports is like, is really tough. It takes a toll on your body. It takes a toll on you mentally. Um, it takes a toll on your personal relationships. It takes a toll on what you want to do outside, but you just can't do it because you don't have the time to. Um, I, I empathize with that. Um, but I think at the same time, like the landscape of moving forwards, athletes have to put more work in plain and simple. Right. Like you can complain and bitch and whatever you want to do about it, but that's the nature of, of, of this world. The, the, it's never been a thing that the guy at the end of the bench can be getting more sponsorship dollars than the guy who starts. That's never been a thing before. That's always been very traditional that he who starts gets more sponsorship opportunity. Like that's why you want to start because you get this, that, and the other thing. But I think you're starting to see more athletes that understand, yeah, like I want to play. That's important to me, but my playing career is this big compared to my life. And I think it's the, it's the switch in mindset that whether athletes understand it themselves or they want to join an organization like Vayner Sports that understands we want to utilize your time in the professional league to benefit the rest of the 70 years of your life. We want to use this moment because you're never going to get this moment again. We want to make sure that whether it's a year or 22 years, you want to capitalize on it and squeeze as much out of it as you can because life goes on and a lot of athletes you know like i thought it was funny when kobe retired kobe retired and he was like let he's like whatever 37 and it's like that's young to a business person business person you're not even you're like at the director level like maybe senior director level at 37 38 like it's young so i think it's more of me empathizing with the current athlete landscape of what they do in their current sport but then me being able to help like just enlighten them on the tools that they have right here to be able to help them with everything else outside of their field or court of play. That's an amazing point. And I mean, it's hard from the Vayner sports standpoint, you probably have to convey these messages to professional athletes. When you talk about at the college level, 
and built laws getting passed still up in the air. How do you make it? it it's got to be even more of a challenge to profit on the name, image, and likeness. Do you think there's going to be a class on it to help the athletes? Do you think there's going to be um, agencies attacking these students at a younger age to make sure they're, they're getting as much um, money and value for their name, image, and likeness early on in their career? Where do you think that, that um, depending on the laws, how they shake out, what do you think is going to happen in, in the future? Yeah, the doors are going to be opened up, right? It's, it's going to be somewhat of a free marketplace. Like that's where they're starting, but it's the NCAA. NCAA is not going to allow that. They're not going to allow a free market. They're an organization in and of themselves. They're very structured. They've always been very structured. Um, they, you know, and I don't, I don't know what parameters they're going to put in place. So I think it's going to be very much, um, you know, something is going to be the Trojan horse. And then once the Trojan horse is kind of, you know, uh, infiltrated this industry, um, there's going to be a tremendous amount of parameters that are put around it. I have no idea whether it's going to be agents, whether it's going to be whatever. I mean, you, you think about classes and education mm -hmm. right here. I can, I can tell you follow Gary V that's a class, right? Like you, I'm just, I'm plugging Gary, but like follow AJ, follow our CEO. Like you can follow people that talk about all of this all the time. I think that's like ultimately what it comes down to, right? Like it's a commodity. Like you have the tools at your hip every single day to be able to grow your brand, get opportunities, business develop. Cause I love smart water as an athlete. I can post about smart water every single day. And if you do that, um, if you post about smart water once every single week, I guarantee you after at least six months, smart water will reach out and begin sending you free product. And that's your foot in the door to start working with smart water. Guess what? That was what you did on your own as an athlete, no help from anybody else. So it's, to me, it's less about leaning on your athlete or like breaking down doors for you. And it's more partnering with an agency right. like Vayner Sports um, that I strongly believe in, in, in AJ's model of what he's growing on the traditional sports side that understands that. We don't like, we, we can't break down barriers for you sometimes. Like you got to put in some work too, but we understand that the, the biggest value is at your fingertips, not our fingertips. At the end of the day, like it, it starts and ends with you. You either have, like, you have the ability to start it and you've got the ability to execute on it at, at a high level. We're just here to help that process in the most efficient way and valuable way possible. Right. So breaking down that process, Vayner has an amazing, both media, sports, the entire Vayner company um, has an amazing marketing ecosystem. What would you kind of say is the competitive advantage on the sports side when say I'm an athlete, you're pitching me to bring on and, and come on to this, this um, amazing forward thinking company. What are some things that you say are your competitive advantage compared to the other agencies? I'm not very much on the recruitment side of Vayner sports. You know, I, I, I joined Vayner sports to specifically spearhead Vayner gaming mm -hmm. because really I, I strongly align with the DNA that AJ has created from the tippy top with Gary. And that has been bled into Mike Nelligan joining seven, eight months ago. And what he's been able to accomplish over the seven to eight months to really kickstart marketing and sales. And like, not just the idea of, you know, again, it's, it's, it's helping athletes get opportunities, but they can help themselves. And I think Mike understands that from, his ability to ink deals and get the best opportunity possible, but also being able to help educate our clients that you've got to put in some work too, 
And it's a joint, it's a joint venture when, when we go after. If you haven't posted in eight months, it makes Mike's job really difficult to sell your social media. But if you're active and talking and letting people know who you are and what you're all about and what your passions are and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, it makes Mike's job. And as we start to build out the marketing and sales team, it makes their job, I don't want to say easier. It makes it more natural to reach out to a brand to say, look, like it's so easy to align with what they're doing as opposed to selling a brand on something that is an uphill battle because the, you're not talking about it as the athlete. The brand doesn't know that you're involved in that or you're passionate around this or whatever it might be. So I think, you know, that, that collision, not even a collision in a, ne in a negative way, but that alignment and that integration of both parties from Vayner sports side and the athlete side, that's what gets me excited. Like, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm not a part of Vayner sports recruitment in athletes, I'm very much just understanding of what the DNA is behind it. And it's, it's a tough DNA to compete against. Right. So kind of doing a deeper dive into your role specifically on the eSports team, what does that kind of structure look like? What are you working on a day-to-day -day basis? Um, I know you got amazing clients like Boga. Um, what, what, how are you working with these athletes to really improve their brand? Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's a very, again, I'm going to say the, the DNA piece again, but like it's, it's a very similar DNA. Like that was the opportunity that AJ and Mike and Gary saw at hand, which was the same way that, that again, AJ wanted to disrupt, AJ and Gary wanted to disrupt a very mature industry, which was the traditional, you know, sports athlete stick and ball representation agency. And they saw a moment in time to disrupt that. Well, the gaming industry is at the start. So AJ and Gary, and with the addition of Mike, you know, they saw an opportunity to not disrupt a mature industry, but be the trendsetters of what's going to become a, one of the biggest industries in the world, which is the gaming and entertainment space. So gaming has turned into not just a thing that you do at a LAN event behind closed doors, which is what the, ga the competitive gaming space has always been. It's been very much LAN events, which are just in-person events that you go to and game and people sit around and watch. That's what the gaming space has always been. So you see these guys that have been grinding and girls that have been grinding for 10 plus years and making a thousand bucks when they win, which is fun. They're super passionate around it. But now with platforms like Twitch and YouTube gaming and Facebook gaming and Mixer and Caffeine and Booga winning World Cup and Ninja playing with Dr I mean, all these moments that gaming is not just a thing that's competitive that you do to become the best at it. And that's the only thing that it is. Gaming is a form of entertainment, right? Same way that you watch competitive football, um, you, you watch competitive gaming but you also are connecting with influencers through the vehicle of gaming. So for us, as we grow Vayner Gaming, it's, it's, it's twofold. It's one, one side of it is competitive. That's Booga. Booga is the best Fortnite player on the face of the earth, and we represent him. Fantastic. We want to sign other great players that are competing at the highest level possible. Right. On the other end of it, we want to work with content creators. You know, it's like all these buzzwords that go over and over again basically people that are super good at gaming, but are also entertainers in their heart. And they're using gaming as a way to build a community of people. And we wanna work with them the same style and format and strategy underneath them as we do the competitive side. It's just, this person is trying to literally become the best gamer. This person is just trying to grow 
you know, the biggest community possible through gaming. Right. So yeah, that's, that's a really interesting point because if you're not really in tune with the esports world, I immediately thought I was like, Oh, Ninja's got to be the best in the world. You see him all over all these platforms. And then I see, Oh, well, a different young kid, Booga winning the world cup. There's two different sides of it. And most of the time or some of the time they, the, the best players in the world aren't the biggest entertainers. And same vice versa. You can't make an athlete that's really entertaining the best in the world at basketball. Kevin Hart is not the best basketball player, but he's entertaining as hell. So how do you kind of crossbreed both of them to make sure they're staying in their lane and you're maximizing their brand and their profit to the best of their ability? Personalizing our services, right? And that's on the Vayner sports side. That's on the Vayner gaming side. We We don't treat athletes like they're all the same. We don't treat athletes like they're athletes. We treat athletes like they're people. And they have similar, they have, you know, passions. And if, you know, we don't expect every Vayner sports athlete to want to become Gary V, right? Like if you don't want to use social media, like that's okay. Like we're not, we don't want to force people, but if that's of interest, we've got the tools and resources to help you do all of that. So for us, it's personalizing our services to someone like Booga. Who is he? What's he all about? What does he want to do? What is this? I mean, it's personalizing that. So for us, it's, it's, it's investing in the individual. And if Kyle tomorrow says, I don't want to play Fortnite anymore and I'm going to go do something else, fantastic. Let's work on the switch. We're okay with it. We're investing in him. We're not investing in the Fortnite game and then we're signing Kyle or we're signing Booga because he's the best Fortnite player. No, we're, we're, we're signing Kyle Gearsdorf, who goes by Booga, who happens to be the best Fortnite player. That's the line of how we sign people. And that's the same from the content creator side. Like we're investing in 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 people um we're not investing in the title of game that they play because as this industry continues to explode it's not like every year a new sport comes out right that you have to be worried about lebron playing a different sport next year right that's what the gaming industry is about i mean we saw the best overwatch player switch to valorant before people could even spell the name valorant overwatch league just lost their best player that's tough that's a tough, this is a, an, a very difficult industry to be a part of. From the representation side, that's what excites us a lot is because we want to invest in people that, I mean, Booga just won uh, the last week, there was a Twitch Rivals tournament on a new game that EA is releasing called Rocket Arena. And they had an amazing event on Twitch Rivals at all sorts of you know, competitive gamers, content creators, all competing um, for a $100,000 prize pool. It was amazing. And guess who won? Booga. Our client. And he's supposed to be the best for it. He's a gamer. That's, he is the best gamer. He's an awesome person. Like we've invested in him and it's super fun to see that come to life through him playing other games as well. So, right. So talking about the switch, obviously everyone wants to like LeBron and playing football and that's interesting switch, but with new years and new games, is it the skill is very transferable from game to game? Or do you see a lot of them are like, you know, we played it a couple of times. We're just not into it. We're going to stick to our bread and butter and hope that Fortnite is still as popular in five years time. Um, obviously the esports gaming industry, it, it's very fluid and, and there's definitely new games happening all the time and attention spans. So how do you, um, what's, what's kind of the process? Is, is Booga good at everything? Is it really just an eye-hand coordination? What are you seeing with depending on the game? Yeah, I mean, he's he's a great gamer. Again, there's, there, there are a lot of good gamers. And to our point, just because you're a great 
gamer doesn't mean you have over 10 million in social media following, right? There are a lot of really great gamers that are competing. Again, I'm just going to use Booga and use Fortnite as an example, but there are a lot of gamers that are competing with Booga that have eliminated Booga in matches that have under 50,000 in total following, right? Talent at gaming does not equal community, right? As traditional sports are, if you're good at the game, you've got a big following and the better you are normally the bigger you're following. Like that's still the way of the world for traditional sports. That's not the same in gaming. So for us as an organization at Vayner gaming, we understand that. So again, we're not going to assign somebody and there's just going to be terrible at gaming like it just and be super entertaining like now we're getting so far extracted from what it is that we're doing but we're okay, again we're okay with them doing different like trying a new game and if and if booga wants to go play a different title and he ends up not necessarily being the best we're okay with that too that's not what it's about like as as on the traditional sports side you know we can't run the ball into the end zone for you we can't put the ball in the hoop for you some of it is just, you got to be good at it. We're trying to help all the other pieces around you and not just invest in your competitive, you have to win. And if you don't win, I don't want to work with you. Like, that's not us. Like we're at, there's, there's that level of, again, investing in the person and they want to be the best. Let's work on making you the best, but that's a piece of the total like strategy for us that it's you competing at the highest level because yeah, if you're really good at the game, you get all that earned media and cool PR and you get to play in the tournaments. Like that's all great. But again, that doesn't equal community. That doesn't equal uh, a following on all these different platforms. Like that takes just sweat equity that Vayner gaming wants to put into the industry. So kind of talking about um, Vayner as, as a whole, um, where do you see the company, obviously the, the sports side of it, you just released baseball. What is kind of next on the horizon for Vayner Sports? Obviously, it's going to be huge. Like you all are making huge strides. What is next? I'm not breaking any exclusive news on the podcast, but okay. we're, we're we're expanding it in into other sports. Hundred percent. Like we're we're actively looking to pursue it. I mean, again, it all stems from the DNA, right? We're we're not starting top down. We're not just trying to take advantage of a current moment and like catch some quick bucks and then after next year you're like i wonder whatever happened to vayner sports like that's not us like vayner sports is in it for the long haul and gaming and baseball is just our current expansion um and we're doing it you know with with the right people like on, on hand we're growing our team um but we're looking to expand because it starts from from our our foundation of what we're building off of um and we're we're here for a long time and, and our ability and proven track record to take advantage of trends to capitalize, but also understand that we might have to pivot right away. And we're okay with that. We're prepared for that. And we just keep going. And to your point, it's, it's, it's a family. It's an ecosystem. It's not just the athlete and the agent. And they're like, I don't even know what the organization is all about. Like, that's not us. Like, we, we're, we're actively pushing integration and opportunities across other verticals of the Vayner ecosystem. Like, that, that's that's a big advantage of, of athletes and gamers joining us as we are right now um, because we're actively expanding. And if you can be a part of that expansion and be early on, you're ultimately going to reap those benefits. So I kind of want to focus 
um, back on you, where you had talked about at the beginning of COVID, you were the CEO of a company, you then made the switch to Vayner. Can you a little talk about, it's a really tough job market out there, especially in sports. How did you kind of, what would you be your secret sauce of getting a job in sports, working for a great company like Vayner? What would your advice be for young professionals and also people that want to kind of maybe make the pivot into sports during this time? Networking. And not only just networking, because I think there's a comma after that that goes on that people don't talk about is how you follow up after that. You know, it's, it's a lot of people get the opportunity to speak with somebody and then that's it. They close the door, put a period on it. Got it. I was able to connect with them and then that's it. They never follow up with them and then they don't know, they don't understand how to follow up. Just on a call the other day with, with, with a college um, kid that gave me a call, we're just jamming about sports and marketing, whatever. And it's like the tools of Instagram. I like checked out his Instagram and he was private. I'm like, dude, what? Like the first thing I did when you reached out, I wanted to get to know you more. So I went to your Instagram account and you're private. Why do I want to connect with somebody that I don't know anything about? Like that's tough. So it's like being able to use the platforms like at your hand, like not all business guys, like the tide is turning, right? The, the, the executive that's 40 years old right now, that's like getting into that senior leadership position, like making those strides. 10 years ago, he was 30. That was 2010. He had a Facebook page, right? Like he was, and then like when he was 26, 25, 26, it was like digital. He had a MySpace. He was like downloading illegal music on LimeWire. Like they're getting into the era of like, they're on Instagram, they're on LinkedIn, they're on Twitter, they're, they're actively on these platforms. Use that as a way to stay in touch. Like staying top of mind with people is the easiest, but it's like a grueling everyday thing. Like if you can stay on top of mind for people, something is gonna happen at some point. Like the, the reason that I got an opportunity to even chat about this Vayner Gaming opportunity is Tyler Schmidt and I have known each other for the last six, five, six years with no expectation of anything. Like I was a fan of the business content that Gary was putting out. I was working with athletes that I thought that was valuable to. So I would send them clips and, I, and then my strategy was I wanna connect the athletes that I know with influential business folks. So I reached out to Tyler and we just kind of stayed in touch. And when we're, I'm in New York and in LA, I mean, you're just staying in touch with people. And like you're, it's very easy to hit the fire emoji on an Instagram story. That's staying in touch with people. You don't need to have a formal email or let's find 30 minutes to reconnect and chat how life has been since a lot. It's not what it's about. Once you break the ice, use the tools right here to stay in touch with people. And it's as easy as clapping hands emoji to congratulate somebody on an Instagram story. That's right. staying in touch with people. So, right. And it's more say, natural. That, that's like a natural relationship. It's right. not, hey, let me just like call you out of the, like, you're, you're becoming a close friend. Exactly. I mean, again, it's, it's people overthink this, you know, word of networking in the business space. It, you're just staying in touch with people, right? Just people like normal people. Like right. it's, it's a me, it's like people overthink this whole aspect of how to do it in a professional manner. Mm -hmm. it, it, that's not what it's about. And especially in the sports and entertainment world, if you want to be a doctor or a dentist or an optometrist, I have no advice for you because I don't understand that industry, but in the sports and entertainment world, Everybody is on Instagram. Everybody's posting content, looking at, you know, mutual followership, followership base of who, like you're just, 
you're just figuring, you're just figuring it out. You're just trying to grow a network of people that you don't need to be great friends with, but you have no expectation from anybody. You're just looking to learn. You're looking to reach out. You're looking to congratulate someone else is interested. You're like, Hey, do you mind if I introduce you to this person? Yeah, it's great. Well, there you go. Like you're just, you're just working the system. You know, life is long, you know, work network for the rest of your life. Like that's your expectation. You know, don't just network for the next 12 months and then be like, a pooper because you didn't get a chance to connect with somebody. Exactly. And, and during our first call, we talked a couple of weeks ago, you kind of said to me, networking doesn't have to be super formal with like getting on the phone. You're like, let's hop on the stick sometime. Your job is looking at video games constantly. You have a huge passion for it. I mean, if we were in the same area and I'd probably hoop with you, like I'm, cause I'm better at hoop than ball than I'm at, at video games, but networking can be in so many different capacities and uh, it definitely helps if you're really good at gaming and, and can definitely make a impression but networking has changed completely. You're, you are spot on and I, I can attest to it. I've developed pretty much like best friendships through gaming right. because of my, the ability to stay in touch. And especially with COVID, look what's happening. I, I'm, not, I'm not grabbing a beer, and playing. but playing video games, I just, I added you Activision and I see you're online, hit me up. Yo, we need one for Warzone. All right, bet, cool. Right. That's networking with me. Like that to me is networking. Anybody who tells you it's not is a lunatic. Like I'm 28, I'm still, I'm still six. I'll probably still be playing Call of Duty, whatever is out, right? Like that's a cool, similar passion. Like it's just learning tactics of staying in touch with people, finding shared passions, reaching out to them. I mean, again, craft beer, cocktails, fishing, sports, video games. Everybody has a shared passion um, and, and it's, it's tapping into it, understanding it, like actually trying to learn about people not just trying to siphon opportunities from them, but like try to learn about them. Ask questions that have nothing to do with your job. Right. That's how you develop relationships. With um, I do want to wrap up as I always do with my guests, um, kind of put you on the hot seat, uh, just kind of rapid fire questions. So who is your inspiration um, growing up? And is that same person, the same person today? Um, I'll be soppy and say my dad. Okay. And yes, still the same person. There we go. Um, what's your favorite video game? Uh, at the moment, it's neck and neck with Apex Legends and Warzone. Okay, awesome. Um, one person's content outside the Vayner, you can't use Gary, that you stay religious to um, following and you admire their, their content. A person? Person? Oh yeah, you can say a company too. I, I would say just Bleacher. Yeah, they got good, got good stuff. Um, what is your ultimate dream job? I'm working at. There you go. It's a great answer. Uh, Mike, Mike will definitely like that one. Michael, that one. Awesome. So I really appreciate you coming on. How can my listeners kind of get in contact with you, make those relationships with you, um, give you a follow? Um, how can they get in contact? All the above. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm at this is D Glove Darren Glover. That's just the nickname that my friends started calling me a long, a long time ago. So at this is D glove on Instagram and Twitter, LinkedIn is just my name. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm at this is D glove on origin for apex and at this is D glove on, uh, on, on Warzone. at this is D glove on discord. Like, um, yeah. Or Darren at VaynerSports.com. So all the above. Amazing. Amazing. I can't wait to hop on the sticks with you soon and, uh, hope to talk soon. I really appreciate you coming on Darren. Thanks so much, Alex. I appreciate it. 
Thanks for listening in to this episode of the Time Out Podcast. If you want to learn more about the podcast, please check out my website at alexjmyers.co where you'll be able to get access to all of the timeout episodes as well as be able to connect with me. Thanks for listening.